Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Alex Beck, and joining us on the show is Charlie Cardenas from Precision Fitness out of McAllen, Texas. What's going on, Charlie? Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good myself. Thank you, man. Thank you for you know rejoining again. Yesterday, we had some technical difficulties. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Ended up having to reschedule for a better day, but I appreciate it. Um, it is Sunday over here. How, how's the uh, the weather over there in McAllen? Hot, hot. Have you ever been down to McAllen? No, I, I haven't. Not McAllen specifically. Hot, um, hot, hot right like ninety five percent of the year is hot. I'm talking about real hot. There you go. What? what uh, how many degrees? Uh, right now, uh, like I, just, I don't. I haven't kept up with degrees. I just know it's okay. always hot. Okay, yeah, I live in the Inland Empire over here in, in California, so so inland from the beach, um, so, so it gets pretty hot over here as well, at least during the, the summer seasons. But okay, awesome. So let's not um, waste any time here. Um, what is it that, you know, made you get started? How did you get started? And why did you, you know, start owning your own fitness facility in the first place? Well, like, um, I was a graphic designer for 39 years, but I've always exercised, worked out, and um, when I retired, I was retired for a year and a half and I decided to join a gym because I was stuck being at home. You know, I was, I've been working at home since 1990, but after being retired, I got tired of being home. So I joined a gym, got to the gym, saw a lot of people working out there who did not know what they were doing. I tried to help them and they were not appreciative of me offering help. So I decided to get certified. And after I got certified, they hired me at the gym. After a couple of months, the guy who hired me pulled me into the office and said that he's one of the best, I'm one of the best trainers that he's ever had. Yeah. So he started loading me up with clients. For the same also, pay, I'm sure, right? What? For the same pay. Yeah, for the same pay. <laughs> and I was training, you know, 17, 18 people a day. You yeah. know, 30 minutes, some 30 minutes, some an hour. It was just crazy. I just decided to start my own studio. Mm-hmm. I put okay. up my own studio. So that's what I did. Awesome. Awesome. So I would love for you to give the listeners. Um, you know, your own elevator pitch of Precision Fitness and, you know, the services that you guys offer. Okay, well, it's one-on-one or two-on-one. You don't have anybody else to deal with. It's just, you know, me, your trainer, and the client. I have your their workouts written out for them. Cool. I, you know, because they, they, they let me know their goals and what their status is, and I'll help them achieve what, the, what they're looking for. Cool. Cool. So almost uh, like, a, like a full tailored program for your members. Correct. Right? Correct. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Do you offer anything like uh, like nutrition accountability? Um, to I'm the- not a nutritionist. I can make suggestions. That's yeah. about it. But uh, you know, I help them live a healthier lifestyle through my training. I also show them exercises that they can do at home. So on their days off, they can you know do a little bit of exercise at home too. Yeah. Because being fit is is really a constant thing, and that's that's the thing with with being healthy and fit. And being a lifestyle. Yeah, you got to make it consistent you gotta be consistent and um you know i've seen you know people who've worked up for several years and they stop working out and within six seven months they look completely different you know mm-hmm. but um it, you know some of my clients that are older have parkinson's disease and i've had several clients who you know with parkinson's then they stop training and 
after they stopped, even for a couple of weeks, they just head downhill after that, you know? So it's, it's gotta be consistent and it's gotta be where your life. I agree. I agree. And, and so many people, you know, they, they go too hard in the beginning when they first, you know, get into fitness and they burn out. Yeah. Yeah. The first two months, three months. And then after that, it's, it's pretty much, you know, well, yeah. Like they never yeah. worked out. Cause well, I've seen trainers, put people who've never worked out, they put them right off the bed on a bodybuilding pro program. And within two months, these people quit. You know, right, right. They're, they're working their butt off and, they, they, you know, so it's, <laughs> if, they, if they're not experienced and they'll have a lot of training behind them, working out hard is going to be too much for them to handle. So that's why they quit. Cool, um, cool. So, so you're offering, um, you know, like a fully tailored private training one-on-one or up to two people at a time. Um, that leads me to my next question about how many members are you currently serving right now? Right now, it has dropped since it's the summer. Um, I'm down like 14 right now. Um, I've had people leave for certain reasons, um, work and school and stuff like that. So, but I've been up to 24 during the pandemic. I was busy you yeah. know when when all the gyms were shutting down i was able to stay open because the mine's one-on-one it's not a group thing so i didn't have to shut down but then when people heard that i was still open they were saturating you know coming to my place so. yeah we, we talked about that a little bit yesterday and, and you know uh, not, not how how lucky you are but almost right because you decided to take the risk and start your own fitness facility so you deserve okay. like the luck, so to speak, that comes with it. But I, I talked to so many gym owners where they had the complete opposite experience, right? And lost tons of members and people are scared to come back. And Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I've seen gyms close because, because of the pandemic and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. So you're sitting at about 14 members right now. I do always like to ask, is that a number that you want to stop at? Or are you trying to hit the gas right now, see some new faces? I would like to get up to, again, 24, 25. Mm -hmm. You know, and and it's it's hectic when you when you're by yourself and you got all these people. I mean, I'm right as it is right now. I'm there from six in the morning till eight eight thirty at night. But I do have several breaks, which I appreciate the breaks because I do get to home and rest and take a nap a little bit. You know, but but I do need the, the, the extra clients. I help. I like helping people stay in shape and be the be the best. So. Did you lose me? I did lose you. Go okay. ahead. So, so you're there from 6, 6 a.m. Till 8, 8.30 in the evening. Yeah. I do have breaks. A um, couple breaks during the day. You know, let's become home and rest. But um, if I can, you know, keep it 24, 25, I, I can still have a couple breaks because I live within like two minutes from my studio. Yeah. So I can run home and rest a little bit. But the longer I can stay busier is better. Definitely, definitely. And is it? you know, within um, your goals or ideas to eventually, because that is a lot, right? Let's imagine you do push the. Now I've lost you. Now I can't hear a word you're saying. And yeah, now, now you're lost. I can't hear you. Um, I, I was saying, so, so you do have um, about 34 members. Um, I do always like to, you know, no, totally lost my train of thought. I apologize. This is messing me up. But um, 
let's see. So, so since you are wanting to grow to some point, get to that 24 number, correct. Um, what are you actively doing right now to aid that growth process? Well, it's hard for me to really be doing anything because I'm training all the time. I, um, I have ads on online, on you know, Google, Yelp, you, you know, Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't had a website made, if, if, you know, but um, I try to do a little bit of advertising when I can, when I have time to do it. Yeah. But mostly it's just by word of mouth right now because I live in a small town anyway. So Right, right, right. Is it in your interest at all to you know, move away from having to, to train so much or, or maybe hire a trainer? Um, um, my training is specific towards the people's goals. And, and it's, it's different than most other trainers. So if I hire people to train, I would have to train them the way I train. You know, I've, I've had people come from, uh, in fact, uh, just a couple months ago, I had this lady buy my um, site or my advertising on on, on Yelp. Yeah. She was coming from uh, Georgia because she was coming down to McAllen on business. And uh, she told me that she likes to have trainers wherever she goes. Mm -hmm. And she had a personal trainer in Georgia, but she wanted a trainer down here while she was here. She was here for a couple of weeks. Okay. And she had been training for like five or six months with this other trainer. When she got to my training, it blew her away. My, my training was completely different. And it was, the, let's just say she wants to keep my number. Whenever she comes down here, she wants to book me well ahead of time. Because she, she said her trainer was not doing things that she could be doing for herself to help her reach her goals. And I was helping her just in those couple weeks. She, Notice the big difference in the training type of training I do. So, okay, okay, awesome. So, so what is you know your goal that you'd say like the the main you know that big picture for you that you want from you know owning your own fitness facility? Obviously, you do um, have a passion for helping people, changing lives. Um, but, but what is it that that big picture for you? What do you want the business to give back to you? I would like my my training my studio to be successful all the way up until the day I decide to retire from training and then when I said retire from training expand my gym a little bit to where I can have two or three trainers rent my space to train their clients I would like to train them how to train I've lost you again I can't you're done I can't hear you. It's gone. It could be an easy exit. Okay, well, you're coming in and out. I, I was coming in and out. I said, uh, and, and why not start that now? Why not, um, you know, look to hire trainers now? Is, is okay. that something, you know, so that, that way your business could run like a well-oiled machine. And, you know, <laughs> when you get to that point, right, it, it'll be an easy exit for you. Um. Because usually right now when, when you hire trainers, they're going to be young. Right. They're fickle. They're, they're, and they're going to want to eventually have their own agenda, maybe leave and start their own stuff on the side. Right. Um, I, I want to wait until I, I can hire. I, hmm? 
Go ahead. I, I was going to say, I agree. Trainers are, are extremely fickle. It's hard finding employees for anything that have the same, you yeah. know, passion for you, the same, same, you know, care and desire for, for your business that you have. Um, but it's always like, you know, like a pendulum. I think we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Um, it's like you could choose where your hours are going to. Right. And, and it's either, you know, you're going to put the hours in to train a trainer well, um, you know, and, and be able to, to run things so that you can continue growing the business. Or, you know, you get caught up in this thing where you end up with, let's say you get those 24 clients and then you're training yourself to death week right. to week. And it kind of just continues revolving from, right. from you know, well, year to year. Um, so that's just the, the only way. Well, at least why when I speak to people, because I talk to a lot of gym owners as well, as well that, um, you know, want to grow to the point where they have more trainers, maybe could get a bigger facility, get a second facility. Um, but then again, they they refuse to or they feel like they, they they are so needed within the training that they can't step away from from that aspect. They can't hire yeah. more trainers. And, right. it, and it's like, you know. Um, You're gone. You're gone. I can't hear you. Have you ever tried any um, paid ads like Facebook ads, Instagram ads to, to get new clients into your facility? Well, I have a Facebook page for Precision Fitness. Cool. And, um, but I haven't paid to advertise. You know, people can, I tell them about it, yeah. let them, you know, again, word of mouth. So, right. Word of mouth is you know, super important, especially when you're building like that, that baseline uh, of, you know, the first amount of clients that you have. And it shows like proof of product, right? Like right. Um, proof of product and, and proof of value in, in what you're providing. But, yeah. but the one thing that I would say is, is that it, it is hard to make a game plan out of growth out of that, right? I think we touched on this a little bit yesterday is that, you know, although let's say for January and you are running a smaller boutique studio. So, so it's different. It's not like you're trying to get 40 clients in, right. um, but, but, you know, you could get five referrals in the month of January, but you can't plan for that for February, March, April, May, you know? So, so that's one thing that, like you said, Yelp, all the digital marketing stuff, it, it helps so much. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So, so, let me see here. So if you could, um, this is a question that I love to ask people. If you could wave a magic wand, essentially a magic business wand, have your business be um, the perfect business, right? What would that look like to you? Right now, I'm pretty close to where I, you know, I think it's exactly what I need. You know, it's a small little studio training one-on-one. -on -one. I don't have a lot of fancy equipment. I'm teaching people how to basically know how to lift the weights. Correctly, when you're on a machine, you guys have the machine that doing have to work for you, and you go to a lot of fancy gyms and stuff. Then a lot of people do the all machines; they're not really learning how to do it on their own to learn how to properly lift the weights. Yeah. Um, so I've got what I what I need. I, maybe I could use a little bit more room. Right. Maybe a couple more clients here and there. You know, maybe five, ten more clients. But right now, I'm I'm pretty happy with what I am doing. You know. Um, course I, <laughs> um, a, a lot of people are in this for the money i'm right. in this to help people yeah that's why i you know i've got several clients 70 and above got one client 85 and above um 
you know, I, I want to help these people live a better life. You know, um, that's basically what I'm doing. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I mean, I, I think that's what a, a lot of people, you know, it's not, especially me too. I mean, it's not about um, like the money for se, but, but I guess when, even when I think about helping people too, it's like the more, more people, more lives you could touch, more members you could get, more, you know, trainers you could hire to teach with your training style, the more lives you could touch as a, you know, overall base. Um, what would you say is like, like the biggest, you know, your biggest goal that you have right now for yourself for, you know, let's say the next, next 12 months here for 2022? I would like to mm, just start, you know, being comfortable with, you know, because right now I'm still spending a lot of money on the studio. Yeah. I like to update my equipment and all that, and it costs a lot of money. Equipment nowadays costs a lot of money. Right. Um, it does. Uh, just get enough clients from uh, where I have no problems purchasing equipment and updating, keeping everything. And eventually grow a little bit. I don't want to grow real big. Growing too big ends a lot of people, a lot of businesses. You know, they, they jump too big. I don't want to do that. I want to be more, you know, pre precision. There's going to be precision fitness. A one on one training, you know, but like I said, eventually I would like to maybe buy my own building and split it into four, four sections so I could hire four different or have or rent it out to trainers so they could train their people in my studio, you know. And that's of course when I retire from training, awesome. But that's awesome. gonna be that's gonna be a while, yes, sir, yes, sir. So, so, so let's see here. Um, you know, you have your goals to get about to get to that like 24 member mark about where you were during COVID. Um, what's kind of your plan to get there within the next, you know, coming months or like, when's that, that date when you want to have those members by? Um, I, I don't really set a date, but I'm, I, that's my goal. I keep it. And I, I always have things going off in my head, how to get more clients. Um, I hand out my, I've got business cards. I pass them out wherever I'm at. Um, I talk to people. Um, I used to be a graphic designer. So sometimes I'll make flyers send them out, try to target certain areas, you know, people who will, you know, I, I know could use the help training the older people. Um, I do train some older, younger kids, like in high school, so like helping with their athletics. Um, I've, uh, I've helped a soccer player, a football player, a baseball player, and a long distance runner, um, but they're all in high school. I like to help them with, with their sporting athletic training, you know, but I prefer the older clients. But Definitely. Yeah. Functionality fitness too. I'm sure that's a lot what you touch on, right? Just the functional movements. Right. Okay, cool, cool. So, so in, what's included kind of in your package, let's say, um, do you have one base level of membership? Your members are paying per class, correct? Correct. Per class. Okay. So um, they buy like a class pack. Do you have an expiration date on your class yeah. packs at all? I offer like a three month uh, contract or a six month contract. Okay. I, I also, you know, a lot of people pay month to month. Um, the, the prices vary per class. If they, if they train one time a week, it's more expensive. Twice a week is less. And mm -hmm. then it drops for each day that they add. You know, I've, I have several clients that train five days a week. Um, th those classes are like, 30, $35 per class, but when it's one, one time a week, it's like 45 or $50 per class. So it, it, you know, the more classes you get, the less expensive, the less you have to pay. 
Like I said, this is not all the, you know, I mean, yeah, I need to make some money to live, but mm. I'm not wanting to take a lot of money from people to get healthy. Right, right, right. Oh, I've lost you again. This, this never happens. I apologize. Oh, okay, that's all right. Okay, right. you're back. Uh, so I was going to say within your client, within the layers of service that you offer, have you ever thought of, you know, maybe touching more into like the group training aspect? Is it more so? Um, um, I've done, really? I've done group training before when I was at the okay. studio, at the gym, okay. when they hired me at the gym. Um, and you're just, you like more like the semi-private feel? Yeah. Now I can do, you know, in my studio, I, I can do two or three at one time. But not like when I was at the at the gym, I was doing you know twelve or ten to twelve at one time. I don't have the room for that right now, so mine's just more private. Um, when people work out of my studio, they don't have to worry about other people, you know, other people watching them and stuff like that. A lot of people don't like having a lot of people around training or sharing equipment and stuff like that. When they work out with me, everything's all theirs. They don't have to wait on in line or whatever. So definitely, that's my definitely. Life. Have you ever, are, are, lost you right when you started asking the questions? I lost you. Too much. Okay, now, okay. Do you offer anything like supplements, merch? Um, no. You know, um, no. I haven't gotten in, you know, and a lot of people, I've seen it, especially with the younger clients, they want to buy all these supplements. I had one client who bought like, for the first month, he just went out and bought $300 worth of supplements. Right, yeah, exactly. But yeah, but then, but then he quit, but not for me, but like at a supplement store. Yeah. And then, then he stopped training two months later. I mean, I, I tell people, when you're starting off training, you just need to eat right. Yeah, you can take a little bit of protein if you need to, you know, or, but if, if you eat right, you, you get more benefits, you know, because supplements are not going to make you grow big and strong and right off the bat like all these people think. Yeah. You know, they see these bodybuilders on magazines and they're all huge, but that's steroids. That's not supplements. Yeah, you know, so. yeah no, no. But, but even what you said, right? I mean, at least... 20%, 30% of your clients are buying something like a protein, a BCA, a fat burner outside of your facility, right? So if you could offer it within your facility, not only does it make you more valuable to your clients, but, um, you know, makes them more valuable to you in the form of you being able to make a little bit more money. Okay, uh, that's right. right, right. So, so I know people that will include you know, supplements like within their sales process, you know, and, and of course you don't want to be selling to your clients like some random or you know right. stuff that that's not legit but um but you know once they they book a, or they you know end up selling a membership they also offer to you know for the protein the bca the fat burner that kind of pairs with the goals that they're looking for right well that's um, true yeah I, I i never um thought about doing that you know i'm trying to get my, my clients to eat right to, to know how to eat right when, 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 especially down here in McAllen, we're like 20 miles from the border of Mexico. Mm -hmm. so the food down here is not the lowest fat food to eat. You know, I mean, it's 
Mexican food. Sure, I'm sure. And, <laughs> and you know Mexican food, it's not the best food to eat for you. We're yeah. trying to slim down. So. <laughs> so. All right, awesome, awesome. So tell me a little bit before you know we close out here, what's your client journey? So, so you know, once you do get a lead, let's say it's a, a word of mouth, what's their whole journey from walking into your facility to turning it into a member um, to reaching their goals? What's the whole journey? Um, I guess I, also like your sales process, right? What's your process for turning a lead into a paying member? Um, you know, and, and then at the same time, what's what's their journey? Well, you know, I go over their goals, ask them, you know, what their history of training is, what injuries they've ever had, something like that. And then I'll work, you know, I tell them I can work through their, you know, show them how to work around their injuries to reach their goals. And then I, I, I write down the, the progress for them to help them specifically for what they're looking for. You know, that's basically what I, what I do. I do I'm nothing special. I don't pull out a magic wand and, you know, I, I, that's all I really do. And I have, you know, I've had clients that left, when I, when I left the gym to start my own studio, I had two clients that came with me. One of them is still with me, you know, yeah. after three and a half years. And he's, he's made a lot of gains, you know. I've got several clients who, incredible gains. Um, I've got one guy who's been with me for about a year and a half. He used to weigh two, 245. He was, you know, had a big gut and he was way out of shape. Now he weighs like 168. And he's muscular. I mean, probably more muscular than I am now. You know, um, <laughs> um, I, I had this little seventeen-year-old girl. She was a long-distance runner in, in high school. She was a toothpick. After three months, her legs were—I was in, astonished at her legs. You know, her legs got so muscular. And I know it's not from running because running long distance does not give you big muscular legs. You know, they all look like toothpicks. Yeah. But but, but she started working out, and her legs got really muscular. You know, calves got good and. So if they stick with me, they'll make progress. And all of them have, all my clients have. Cool, cool. Well, all right, Charlie, I think that is a pretty good place to start to wrap things up on this episode. Um, but before we do sign out of here, please give a shout out to your website, your social media pages, um, just so the listeners could find some more info on you and your gym. Okay, well, it's on Google. Uh, just look for Precision Fitness and McAllen. Same thing with Yelp. Um, on Facebook, it's Precision Fitness. Just look for Precision Fitness and McAllen and personal trainers and, and they'll, they'll find it. It'll, it'll be there. Yes, sir, you guys. Make sure you check them out. Charlie Cardenas from Precision Fitness out of McAllen, Texas. Um, I appreciate you once again for joining. And to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Um, as for the listeners, don't forget if you want to be notified about future episodes, Hit like and subscribe if you are interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry. Click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, Head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. 
click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. Welcome back, guys, to the Gym Lords Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Montero. Today, we are joined by Jonathan Thomas of Ice Sculpting Fitness in South Holland, Illinois. Jonathan, how are you doing today, man? And I'm great, boss. Good. Awesome. Great to hear. Glad to have you on. Thank you for spending some time with us talking about ice sculpting fitness. So let's, let's dive in, man. What led you to the decision to, to start this business and uh, go down this entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial path? Okay. Uh, it's actually, uh, it's, it's not, it's actually a story that um, a lot of people know as of me, far as my nephew being murdered in Chicago. Wow. Uh, yeah. I, I think I was just looking for a way to actually deal with the pain. Um, drink wasn't it. Um, actually hanging out um, in the street in Chicago wasn't it. I just felt like I had to trigger that energy somewhere. You know what I mean? I, start, I started jogging first, started working out, actually changing my mental, changing my body. And then I have noticed, I started noticing people asking me, like, what am I doing? Because they, they just started saying transforming. And I was just like, I never looked at it as fitness. I just actually looking at just looked at it as peace. You know what I mean? Peace. So that what actually started it. You know what I mean? Just going to the gym, certain individuals. I never had no certifications behind it. So I never called myself a personal trainer back then. All right. Um, as, as time started evolving, my mental started evolving, my knowledge started evolving. I went to school. Um, actually started. Um, doing it as a part-time outside of my job. And I started to fall in love with it. I actually started falling in love with just interacting with, with different people. And that's how it all actually got started from, from a tragedy. Yeah, man. Appreciate you sharing that story. That's definitely, uh, I'm sure, a very hard time for you and uh, something unique to this podcast. We obviously don't hear that very often. So, what um you started it part time? How long were you doing it part time before you transitioned to opening this business? Uh, probably no, I definitely know about a year and about six months. Yeah, a year and about six months because I was actually working part time too as a part time. And I had a part time job, so I had a little more time outside yeah. of work. But I mean, outside of work, go to the gym, get warm, but actually sneaking in, <laughs> you know what I mean, training people. Uh, that's a funny story. Then they tried to hide later on. Um, so I, I, it was actually, that's how I got started. About a year and six months part-time. I, that's how I knew it. Was it. Like I, I knew my was coming. Yeah. Very cool, man. Very cool. So um, talk us through um, ice sculpting fitness and like your actual physical location. Uh-huh. What is that kind of like a virtual walkthrough for the listeners uh, what are we looking at? What's the vibe like? What's the setup look like? Uh, what are you trying to? What are you creating there as far as like an energy and an atmosphere and a and a you know and just an overall vibe? We're about eleven hundred square foot, kind of like an open, open platform, I could say, like an open gym. Okay. Kind of, I would say a cross of CrossFit and more of a group class feeling. You know okay. what I'm saying? definitely a lot of open space though for that for that square yeah so you've set it up where like 
equipment is not taking up too much room. So it's mostly mostly usable gym floor space for, for these classes, right? Yeah, definitely. Cool. Um, me, myself, as uh, I do more of strength training than yep. any other, other coaches in there. So and then they do majority calisthenics, stuff like that. But I'm, I'm me and another one of the trainers do more of the strength training part. So sure, sure, sure. Yeah, what kind of uh for the strength training piece, what kind of what kind of equipment do you guys have? Uh, so strength training, the the base that we need barbells, yep. um, bumper plates, nice. um, racks, bench racks. We got a nice good roll setup in there for yeah. stuff like that. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, I can relate to that, man. Do you have a wall mounted rogue piece or is it like in the middle of the uh, gym? Actually at the the back part. Nice. Yeah, okay. We try and keep the, the powder and the heavy weights straight to the back. And, and then the nice little cue stuff and everything else to it. Yeah, yeah bi business in the front, party in the back, right? That's awesome. So, <laughs> so I know I know we I know we spoke off camera, Jonathan, about the services you offer. So obviously we do the group training and uh, we do personal training too and like nutrition and then nutrition service as well. Which one is the, is the bread and butter? Is it the group training as far as from like a, a revenue standpoint? Yeah, I say yeah. it's be the Tuesday night class. We have a okay. Tuesday, Tuesday night class. We get about 20, 22 people in there. Uh, it's right. always, uh, we call it glutes or ab class. That yeah. only we usually charge, I mean, target them to muscle groups, glutes, abs, stuff like that, calisthenics at the beginning for the world, stuff like yeah. that. But that's definitely the, the meal ticket class. Yeah. What would you say, like percentage-wise, the group training to the personal training makes up of your business? Eighty percent group training, twenty percent PT, something like that. Eighty percent PT, eighty percent twenty percent group. Because, okay. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Very cool. Twenty. Very cool. All right, man. Cool. So we have a cool. Uh, so we have the the origin story, if you will, of why you started and how you started this business which I always love to hear and I think that listeners do as well we have a good virtual view of the space and we have a nice idea of the services we're offering talk to us about what you've done to uh, you know to get new faces in the door if you will to market your business to to attract new members what's that look like for you guys like right now and then over the course of the past six years okay um the first part I think the most the most brings the most traffic yeah. is our uh, text message package. Like we can actually reach everybody that, and everybody and all the emails that we collected over the clients over time. So okay. sometimes forget about their help. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. know. It's just something that happens. We always put our help, our help or our help last. So with an email, um, that brings back, I guess, a sense of urgency to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that, that helps us get uh, previous clients back. The text message is always great, you know, because me, myself, when I, I, I like old basketball jerseys. So when Mitchell and that's text me talking about they got a sale, okay, let me get something, <laughs> all right? So that helps. And word of mouth. Word of mouth is very big for Iceland, like very big from the word of mouth. Yeah, word of mouth, word of mouth can be really good, right? Like um, our clients can be great marketers for us. Uh, with the word of mouth, is there anything you do specifically? Like, do you target, like, say, your best members for them to reach out to friends, or is it just um, 
better question. Maybe is there any any system to using word of mouth with your current members to bring in like their friends, their family, their coworkers, you know, relatives, that sort of thing, or is yeah. it more, or is it more just like an, an organic kind of thing? Yeah, it's it's definitely organic, but okay. as we, we do always we always give uh, our clients a referral plan though. So right. yep. every client come in, they may want a free promotional t-shirt they may want the 15 dollars for lunch you give it i'm saying we got we got family friends it, I, I i think they just great it's organic from what we how we do things down very cool very cool jonathan uh to stay in the marketing piece a little bit longer uh, just because i think we always need to be marketing to get new members so like grow our brand awareness in our communities and all that good stuff have you guys tried any digital advertising, paid advertising? Have you gone down that route at all? Um, yeah, we did. Um, far as our social page, that helps. That yeah. helps. But I, I still feel like it, it's just nothing more genuine than a word of mouth. Because usually when um, people stick around from word of mouth, you know, I guess it's as soon as you walk through the door that, you know, makes people want to uh, talk about the business that I spit. So, yeah. Yeah, no, very cool, man. Very cool. So uh, no, I appreciate that. What um, with the referral plan, with the word of mouth piece that you guys do, um, do you give away like a free month if they refer somebody, or is it more give away like uh, some merch or anything? What di what different things have you tried with word of mouth and referral marketing that that's worked best for you guys? Uh, we we actually tries to give what works best is I don't the the promo t shirts. You yeah. Know okay. What I mean? Okay. Everything's like new threads to work out in. Huh? Yeah, man look good you feel good you work out good so i just i just feel like that's the most i think that's the thing that works the best for us yeah. Just yeah yeah i would do almost anything for a t-shirt so like it's pretty crazy you know? like it's like people do crazy things for t-shirts it's so funny um it's it's very interesting but um yeah very cool so yeah referral and word of mouth work, worked well for you guys um as far as like when new clients come in, so say like, you know, I had a friend referred me to Ice Sculpting Fitness. What is that, I guess, initial, we'll call it a sales process or like a acquisition process. I walk in the door, I want to get started. Talk us through how you get that new person like uh, on a membership plan with, you know, a part of your membership and community. What does that whole process for that new client look like? Uh, first, um, definitely meet and greet uh, directly. At, um, First, introduce, you know, so I'm Jonathan Thomas. I'm the owner, CEO, however you want to put it. Um, we go to the back, walk down. I mean, go to the office. Actually, yeah. I try to get a feel of what they're trying to do on their own personal goals. You know right. what I'm I got a feel of why are they here, you know? Because why you why you not doing it on your own? You get what I mean? So I want right. to get to the to the process of why are you here? Some people got um, different ways of, they just need a push or yeah. um, they don't know what to do in the gym. So I think that's to get the feel of it all at first, Austin. And then we do assessment. Like yeah. we, I, I wanna see, I want you to understand about your versatile fat. I want you to understand about your BMI. I wanna explain to you about your body fat your metabolic age. I want you to know all these things and not just me telling you. So I actually explain stuff like that. Then directly after that, I will give them a, a idea of what I recommend for them. 
Some people, I don't know why. Um, everyone think they're an athlete again from high school. You know, it's, <laughs> that's just not the way it goes. So I'm, I'm trying to get them the best plan that I feel like will get them to succeed. Okay. Because everyone is not able to come from off the couch and do one hour of personal training. Right. You get, so yeah, sure. I'm not gonna take no money from you that I know you that I know you don't need. Okay. Right. Right. You in a 30 minute range of, per, of personal training, that's why I recommend we start. If you more of into the group training package uh, for a little bit cheaper, that's why I want to put you at until you feel like we're ready, you know? And that's that, it. I want to get the fill up. Yeah, no, it totally gets sense. So, like, you come in, they meet with you, and you help. You sit them down, go over their goals, go over some some data, and then you set their you set them on their path. Whether it's thirty minutes, an hour, PT, group training, whatever's going to fit them best at that moment, right? Yes, sir. Awesome. So once once we do that, right, we're in. How do you set up your membership as far as like from a billing standpoint? Is it monthly, weekly packages, some other kind of format? So what works best for is, is the packages. Okay. Uh, we uh, recommend eight sessions per week. I mean, not per week, but eight sessions per month. So usually two a week. Some a week. Okay. Yeah, I do have clients that come from uh, uh, different trainers that's already up to par. So they may want something a little more extensive, like something like a six-week plan, bar as a personal training, like four days out of a week. That's yeah. another that a lot of uh, clients get because they know they're not going to be doing nothing else on their own. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So. Gotcha. For sure. Yeah, for sure. That makes total sense. It's always good to hear what, what people are doing for membership, for billing. There's so many different ways to do it, you know? So uh, have you guys always done it that way since day one, Jonathan? Uh, no. I, when I first started, it was just more like uh, pre-sessions, like one session at a time. You know? Okay. I was get my feet wet as, yep. as I was trying to get hands-on training because sure. you know, what I know as far as the book terms from it, it's a little more understandable once you got hands-on training with everything. So now it, it wasn't always like that. I think now it's a lot better as far as that because you know what you what type of income the gym bringing in in the first month as uh, far as uh, right. yeah, definitely the. The, the normal life cycle of an entrepreneur, right? We kind of start off not knowing what the heck we're doing. At least I can speak for myself. And then just kind of learning as you go, making mistakes, right? And trying to learn from those, those mistakes and like pivot and, and just be better. So once, uh, once I'm on I'm a, a member at your club or training, what else have you guys done, you know, to keep retention rates high and at a good level, you know, to keep it at a, at a positive level? Like from an engagement standpoint, are you able to communicate with your members? You brought up text and email earlier, kind of reaching out to old members. Do you text and email current members? Do you guys do events in the club or out of the club? Do you have like Facebook groups? What is your communication like with your with your members that are active in the club? Uh, well, it, it's actually great. Um, every 30th, well, every, actually every fourth Tuesday of the month, we'll do the wind down glutes and ab class, you know what I mean? So after that class is done on Tuesday night at 6.45, we all come together, um, actually sit around, communicate, transfer business cards, just each other, get to the next level. That's a great thing that we do. Um, 
Breast Cancer Awareness Month. We always do a, a big event for that. Um, that's it. We try and stay active with what's going on as far as the month. Yeah, very cool, very cool. Yeah, I like that. So have you seen have you seen doing that stuff? And like the, I like that event you guys do after this, uh, yeah, at 6.45 after that Tuesday class, since it's your biggest one. Have you seen events like that in other ways of communication, help retention, and those clients are staying longer, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. Sweet. So I've seen a good, a good correlation, a good carryover there. Um, so with your clients that are active, and what I know we talked about the, the nutrition piece you offer earlier from like an ascension services place. Like what else are you offering the clients um, to kind of ups, upsell them, to ascend their membership, to increase their, you know, to increase their average price per month for you guys, their lifetime value. Is the nutrition piece an add-on and you guys doing anything else? Selling supplements, um, selling merchandise. I think you have a shirt on now, Jim's shirt, right? Yeah, this, this is uh, our discipline shirt. I like it, man. I like it. I like the wording on there. But uh, yeah, so other like other Ascension services that you're offering at Ice Sculpting. Uh, so I think uh, far as the one hour uh, package is actually our best selling package. You actually get a free T-shirt, number one. Okay. Um, that helps a lot. And all full time personal training actually get all group classes for half off. So that helps a lot. Because they love the the Tuesday class anyway, so yep. if you could get it for half price each class, then that's what uh, helps them. That's what makes them want to sign up for one hour. The one for sure, hour, for sure, man, for sure. But that's considered full time PTN. Yeah. One hour. Are you guys doing any supplement sales or anything like that? Have you tried in the past or now or or thinking about it? No. Um. But you just gave me a great idea. But there it's. You know. A nutrition shop that actually working. I mean, actually opening up ne right next to us. Really? Hopefully, okay. we can sit down and have a meeting about some things that I, some ideas I got now. The yeah. more ideas when I talk to you <laughs> later on, Austin, that you can actually help me with that as well. Yeah, man, for sure. Like, uh, yeah, I'm sure you guys could form some sort of partnership, right? Since you're right next door to each other, that's like the perfect scenario, definitely. Uh, Jonathan, so like. With the fitness business, there's like, you know, definitely five areas of it, five core tenants. You have your, your lead generation, so your marketing, which we talked about, right? The bringing people in the door. Guys are doing a lot of referral stuff, word of mouth. Um, have like the sales process. So once I, once I do come in or reach out to you guys, hey, I want to start, we talked about that. We talked about retention and client engagement with the events you guys do and communicating with clients. And then we talked about Ascension which is, you know, this nutrition program and possibly the supplement piece uh, that we're looking to maybe work with the nutrition shop next door. If you had to rate yourself on those four categories, which one do you think uh, you would like to work on the most moving forward? So you have the marketing piece to get members in the door. You have that sales piece once they do get started to make sure they get signed up that day they walk in. You have the retention piece, keeping people, you know, keeping people longer, keeping members engaged, doing events, communicating. And then lastly, like the, uh, the upsell, if you will, the increasing uh, each member's value, we'll say, through nutrition services, through supplements, through, you know, merchandise. Of those four things there, um, any one particular one that you would, that you guys want to focus on uh, to improve, you think, do you think? I actually think the supplements and merchandise. Okay, okay. 
because I never, I never really even thought about selling supplements until I, I, I actually had an idea of how I wanted to open up the next, uh, open up my next gym. You get, you get me. So yeah. it started small and then actually worked my way up. So that's definitely a important step that I feel like I need to start getting. Uh, yeah, for sure, man. Like definitely. Like I think, um, obviously we have our bread and butter, you know, PT in a group training, which is, which is terrific and great. And to, to grow that with more people is always good. But then it's like, you know, how else can we bring in revenue streams? So like, yeah, supplements are great. Merchandise can be really good. You know, especially you guys have a cool name, cool logo. I, I like the shirt you're wearing now. And like we said before, people do anything for a t-shirt, but you know, to make that a revenue stream, I know for yeah. myself, we sold a lot of gear, you know, like every quarter, like a new piece of gear holidays, you know, if you do like any like special workouts or competitions. So yeah, for sure, man, it can definitely be a, another good revenue stream to add to the, to the business. It's never going to probably touch the, the, the PT or the, of the group training, but it's definitely something else there that uh, can almost sometimes cover a lot of the expenses, you know, which is awesome, which is mm -hmm. really good. Uh, Jonathan. So like we have a, a great idea of the gym, of the business, of the operations, what do you guys want to do to grow the business now? And we kind of, I think you kind of brought up with another location here. So over the next 12 months, what does that look like for you uh, as far as growth goes? What are we looking to accomplish? Uh, well, actually, um, like like I, I said at the beginning, that I'm actually from the city of Chicago. No one ever been to Chicago. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, especially coming from... Um, where I come from, I come from in the city of Chicago. I don't know um, if any other listeners understand what Inglewood is, but it's 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 actually bad. Um, so I want to actually open up a, a mentorship, trying to give back to the inner city kids. Um, I mean, my nephew was murdered back there. My family was mur murdered back there. So it's actually time for me to try to give back some way somehow. Um, we do events back there um, every chance we get in the park that I was born and raised, played basketball at, jogged at, you know, I just feel like it's, it's it got to be something bigger than me in my gym yeah. um, because we're losing too many of our own kids, you know what I mean? So I, I think that's, that's where I want to go with. I, I know it's going to be hard because – Without guidance, we could lose a lot of individual kids. So it's going to take it's going to take a lot of work. But I think that's where I want to go with. It's not it's it's not even personal anymore. It's just more of what I do for others. Yeah, yeah, I, that's, that sounds that sounds amazing, man. To be able to give back to your community where you grew up, and I know like I only see it on the news. I have no idea, but. It, it, how is the situation there? You know, downtown Chicago is it pretty rough currently? Uh, downtown Chicago is not bad. Yeah. So we have downtown. Um, actually, that's that's where we go to relax. You know, okay. I mean, okay. The best things of everything downtown, and then right in between that, you have the it's changing now, but now you have the inner city, yep. and then you have the south suburbs out here where uh, my gym, where Icefield is located at. So okay. I'm born and raised in the inner city. And now everyone's getting this spread out both ways. Yeah. But we, we don't have no resources. Yeah, it, it's not that many resources 
for our kids out there. So yeah. I, you don't have nothing to do. Right. You, you turn towards the streets. You know? Yes. Yeah. I mean, that. yeah, just from me being an outsider, totally like, yeah, that's what I would, uh, that's what I would guess. You know, if you have nothing to do and there's no opportunity, what do we think is going to happen? Right. Nothing good. So yeah. Do a mentorship program there. It sounds like incredible, man. That's, that's an awesome, just an awesome thing to give back and to try to help and make a positive change, you know? And that's, I think a great way to do it. And I, using fitness as a tool is another great way, another great way to do it, you know, really cool stuff. Um, what would you say? And I think we kind of talked and you just touched on us here. Uh, at least we talked about this before we came on the biggest challenge you faced over these six years, Jonathan, obviously we've had COVID, uh, you have some inflation now and some, you have, you had members coming from Chicago to you. Um, what is the biggest challenge you guys have faced currently? And if you want to even go over the course of the six years of owning the gym, what does that look like? Or what has uh, that been? I, I think that the, the biggest thing was, was trying to understand what we were trying to go with COVID. Yeah. Because a, a lot of people didn't know this, but me being the owner, I still had the bills to pay with no income coming in. Everyone understand what the owner had, what, what me myself had to deal with. Like I, I have a landlord's, a, 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 a older landlord that didn't understand what was going on. You know, he he wanted that lease, so yeah. Yeah. what? what Say when, when your name is attached to everything, your 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 goals, your dreams, and everything's attached to the business. You find a way to pay, you know. Yeah. And I think the best thing about me is that I I had different investments that were always working for me, um, stocks, um, everything of that sort. So I wasn't pressed for the money. So I I guess me me reading along the way and, and learning. And trying to actually putting up a retirement fund that helped me a lot. Yeah, that helped. yeah, sure, man. And having a kind of like having that like rainy day fund for situations like that, right? Like massively important. And you brought up, and we'll kind of finish on this. You brought up like the landlord piece, and I think that's a topic not talked about enough. You know, like uh, like the real estate, the fitness. Like I've had terrible landlords. I've had really good ones. Uh, the good ones really help, and they they set you up for success. The bad ones. They just want the money, right? Like, especially in a time like that, when like we literally have no money coming in or very little because of government regulations and all, and all this other stuff. And um, yeah, do you still have the same landlord now? Is he still the owner of the business? Uh, now, yeah. I mean, so, of, of the building? Yeah. How it was my landlord before that, because they was, he actually sold the business. He was great. Yeah. I, I know he would have been like, Jonathan. You never been late. You never missed a payment. Take a couple of months until we figure it out. The right. guy bought the bill and he's new. Uh, Not good. Uh, yeah. It was it was depressing. You yeah. know? it can definitely be rough. That's for sure, man. Yeah, and I and I've been there too. It's like, you know, I had one landlord once. He literally emailed me and said, uh, "I can't collect rent anymore. I can't fix anything. I'm out." And the guy just disappeared. Like he just left the country. It was insane. So like. I never had to go through COVID with a landlord, but it's, I can see how it can be a, obviously a massive challenge. And how long did you, how long were you closed for? Eight weeks or longer? A bit more? Yeah. We've actually closed for, I think, 12 weeks. 12 weeks now, yeah. 
Yeah, I think yeah, like twelve weeks. Right. The last four, the last four, four to six weeks, I did. I came up with a better plan of one-on-one PE or stretching everyone out. That was okay, but it wasn't like bringing in seventy-five to hundred dollars. I mean, hundred clients a month. It's yeah. more back to eight a day. Yeah, and that's a big, that's a big pay cut. Oh, it's massive. Did you guys do any like virtual stuff during COVID? Zoom. Yeah. Right? yeah. Be honest, Austin. I tried that. Uh, I was. I'm like, yeah, I got something that could actually. It wasn't for me. Yeah. It wasn't for me. You know, even my clients like, oh, you're not just like. <laughs> so yeah, I, it wasn't yeah. for me. Uh, it helped a lot of other other trainers though. But sure, sure. fashion trainer, I, I like to steal. I like to, you know what I mean. I like up close and personal. So it's for me. Yeah. The one good thing I will say is. Like I told you, I get to talk to, I get the opportunity to talk to gym owners all over the country all day. Definitely uh, an uptick in people, members, clients wanting to go back to do in-person, one-on-one personal training. So that's, that is yeah. a positive. I think people miss that one-on-one connection. It's not the same, right? Like you and I talking out, if we're in person, way different than way different plans, you know, like I think like what, 9%, only nine is like uh verbal communication. The rest is like non-verbal, you know, like yeah, you, know, you and I talking, blinking eyes, where we have our hands, like how we're sitting, all these little things, standing, and we, and we lose that, you know, through Zoom. So, uh, so your your love is that one-on-one, uh, in-person piece, and that's you think where definitely where you excel in, in the place um, that you like to work in, in that in that sort of mode. Yeah, definitely yeah. love it, man. Very cool. Um, Jonathan, I think it's a great place to, to wrap it up, man. Where can uh, listeners check you out on social media, your website, all that sort of stuff? Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me Instagram at IceFitCommunity, I-C-E underscore, uh, I mean, I-C-E-F-I-T underscore community. On the back of Ice Sculpting Fitness, uh, website, www.icesculptingfitness.com. Very cool, man. Very cool. And I have to ask. Uh, how'd you come up with the name Ice Ice Fit or Ice Sculpting Fitness? What's behind that? That's well, so my nickname from the streets was Iceberg. You know, everyone knows Iceberg is a big uh, block of ice, right? Yep. Yep. Thing about the iceberg, if you start chipping away the pieces of ice and start forming something, you ice sculpting, right? And then when it's done, it's a block of art. Nice. So, all my clients, I put it in my mind that all my clients are block of ice. If I start chipping away, they go to masterpiece at the end. Ice sculpting fit. I love that. That's awesome. Beautiful. <laughs> I should have asked you that earlier, but that's awesome. That's a really good. Uh, I knew there was something behind that meaning. I was like, it can't just be a random name. So that's very cool. So, Jonathan, man, thank you so much for coming on today and, and uh, sharing your story, showcasing ice sculpting fitness. And uh, we appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, uh. Got it, man. And to all the listeners, we appreciate you guys as well. Please hit like and subscribe to be notified for future episodes. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords, we are out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. 
Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'm your host today. My name is Brooke. And joining us on the show is Vic Ortiz out of Top Fitness in Oviedo, Florida. Welcome to the show. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm great. Thank you so much for taking time out of the busy day today to be here with me. It always says a lot about a business owner when they're able to kind of step away and give back to the industry a little bit. So we appreciate you for that, Vic. Before we kind of dive into your business, how you do things, how you run things, tell us a little backstory as to what it was that got you started in the business of owning your own facility or your own gym. Okay. Um, I don't even know really where to start. Um, so, I mean, I've always, like, been into fitness ever since I was a young buck. I mean, I guess I'm watching movies of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and, you know, Chuck Norris movies and things like that into martial arts and all that. And um, just joined the Marine Corps straight out of high school and love being in shape and working out and love the feeling of it. And then um, upon I've always wanted to have my own business. I always kind of pictured it or had it in my mind. I just didn't really know which niche I really wanted to go ahead and do. Um, um, either restaurant or I, I don't know, like a cigar bar or something. I don't know. But, um, you know, I, I, since I've always like been into fitness and everything like that. So I, I just thought it would be kind of the thing to do. And then, um, yeah, upon uh, my retirement, I, I worked at a, at a, at a job. I despised it. <laughs> Um, and then I just kind of like, yeah, I, I need to go ahead and pull the trigger on this. I mean, it's, um, I, I need to go ahead and work for myself and, and, you know, I, I was, I was blessed that, um, it, you know, the, the stars kind of aligned and it, it was, it was like the perfect opportunity for me to go ahead and do it and, and it, it made it happen. Sweet. Yeah. I mean, in the, in the world of military life, like you're literally always working for somebody, there's always somebody above you and you spent your entire career doing that. So, you know, you go out in the civilian life and you have to work for somebody again. It's not the best feeling. Um, so you're able to kind of take that and turn it into something of your own. So now you have top fitness. Tell us a little bit about about that business, you know, like how long have you guys been in business? What do you offer? What does that model look like? You know, obviously we're completely virtual here, so I can't, you know, turn the camera to you and show, show the people. So tell us a little bit more. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I, I kind of had this vision of just like having a group workout in a parking lot, um, right where I used to live at these apartments, it was like a huge, large parking lot and it was just open. And then it's just, uh, I was just thinking, it's like, man, if I had like a bunch of gear, I could just set up right here and just have like have people work out with me or, or, or whatnot. Um, so came up with a business plan or whatever. And I presented it to the city. I got shot down. Like they're like, no, you can't use my parking lot. And I'm like, what, what, 
what's up, you know? So, um, uh, so then I just started uh, working at a couple other gyms to kind of get my name out there and get a little experience of uh, working with the uh, civilian sector. And then um, the pandemic hit and gyms closed down. And to be honest, it's, it's one of the, the best things that happened from, to me, actually. Um, so like my, my members or my, my clients who used to come to my classes at the uh, other gyms, they would like, Hey, I still want to work out. Uh, this gym closes. What are you, you going to do anything? And I'm like, you know what? Matter of fact, yes, I am. I had I had some gear in my garage, and um, you know, I started off with a couple dumbbells. I had like one punching bag and rope and some other stuff, and and some things. I a lot of the gear I made myself. You know, taking tires, cutting them out, made some sandbags, and, and you know, I just just look back at the, at some of the pictures. I'm like, man, thank God they stayed with me because I don't, I don't know. Uh, how the hell like they would have just like worked out with me on a regular basis but um no we, we've grown and then uh I, I want to say about a month after I started yeah, so we started March 23rd 2000 uh like I will remember that date from here on out that was the birth of top fitness well, what uh, year was it what year was it again so it's March 23rd 2000 2000 okay yeah. So, um yeah so the the pandemic hit and and the gym's closed and, you know, that we just, well, I just started it. And then um, about a month later, I, I was like, you know what? I think this thing could work. And and my goal was to buy a trailer and haul gear and move things around. And I did that. I just went, bought the trailer and started building from there. I started buying gear left to right, you know, from offer up online and things like that. And just started building up from there. Um, I big fan of Amazon. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's always a lot of gear on there that, um, and then I, I order a lot of stuff from there and it's, it's just grown from that. That's so cool, Vic. So like you used the pandemic as a way to build your business. I mean, most of us who are in brick and mortar facilities, it really broke us, but it kind of sounds like for you, that was your time, your period to like figure things out and grow. Um, you know, I can just kind of picture you now scouring, offer up, scouring marketplace to kind of find the equipment that you need to fill your trailer. So, you know, are you guys a completely mobile business? What does that look like? I, we are. Um, so I know you were going to ask a little bit later about like some challenges or whatever, but, um, you know, some of the challenges I have is that, um, finding, a, a, a you know, I didn't know about this until we started actually running this business but some places they they you know it's all about liability so they don't want you to work out in their parks or whatever or they they want a large cut and, and all this stuff so i mean it's um one of those things that it, it took a minute to actually find a good place where i could actually work out and i don't have to like pay somebody or whatever or maybe i have to pay some somebody but i don't have to pay them as much um and then uh, i found online that be able to uh, rent the parking lots at the schools and and I mean it's uh, where I'm not paying six nine thousand dollars for overhead uh, for a brick and mortar place or rental you know so I mean you, you know I'm, I think about think about a brick and mortar place I, I'm not knocking it by, by no means but you, you know it's I could do the same thing 
than a brick and mortar place. And it's I got a different kind of model. Like, you know, what you're offering is not the same as a brick and mortar. And like what you're offering, there's definitely a niche out there for that. Like there are people that are looking for something like that. So like what you're doing, it's okay that it's not a brick and mortar facility because that's what works for you. Um, you know, you kind of travel around, you find the parking lots in the schools and that works for you. So right now, you know, what does that schedule look like? Do you have specific days where you go to specific places or is it the same place each day? Yeah. So, um, we're, we're working at the, the same school right now. It's, it's work for, it's been working for me. Um, um, a few days, a uh, few days a month, we will go to, uh, the bridge, uh, Vito medical center and, and run up and down. And since Florida is so flat, we, we, uh, take advantage of the hills there and uh, the little uh, stairs and everything like that. Um, we, you know, we'll work out at, at, at a different park just to change up the scenery and, uh, and just to kind of mix it up a little bit, um, do that. But I, I mean, really the, the school has been, been awesome. Um, I, I do have access to the restroom. So that's, that's, that's worked for me um, and, and for my members, <laughs> obviously. And, you know, if it does rain or whatever, I do have an overhead. So, uh, or there's like a, um, you know, an area there where, you know, um, they are protected by the from the elements. So, I mean, it, it's, it's worked out, you know? Yeah, for sure. Being that you are located in Florida, you know, you got to always be ready to roll with the punches. The weather down here is kind of unpredictable. It can be sunny one second, three minutes later, one side of the house it's raining, the other side of the house it's not. So you have to be able to roll with those punches. And it sounds like you kind of have done a decent job figuring it out this far. So right now, you know, like, how does that membership piece work? Like, how are your clients paying you? Do they pay for a specific membership or is it kind of a by class type of thing? Uh, at first I started off was like uh, paying per class or like to buy like 10 classes for um, a certain amount of money or whatever. But now, yeah, I have 10 packs. I have unlimited. I have uh, three a week or I have drop-in fees. So uh, it, it's it's been working. Um, you, you know, it's... Um, I do do an admin fee for uh, a first time, a one-time admin fee for uh, new members coming in that, that helps uh, pay for the insurance. And, you know, like, you know, there's a lot of things you learn when you, you start a, a fitness business that you don't think about. Like, you know, I got, I got to pay, I got to pay for a subscription for music. You know, it's like, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, there's or, a lot of little challenges to yeah, it. Yeah. yeah spending a lot of money on things that you Vic never thought were a piece to this business. Um, so right now, how many members are you currently, you know, uh, serving? And is that a number that you're hoping to grow? Oh, well, I'm always looking to grow. Um, where, where it becomes challenging is that um, it's, I, I don't have contracts, so I don't do like a year contract or anything like that. So, I mean, you know, I, I I have, I do have members come and go. Um, so, I mean, it's, I'm always trying to replace that right, right now. I'm, be, I'm between about 35, 40, um, like no, no kidding members that actually like are consistently working out with me each month. And uh, yeah, I'm always trying to grow, but, um, it, I, I want to grow slowly, you know, like, so maybe, you know, uh, one or two members, new members a week or something like that. Um, because if, if I grow too big, too quick, then, I gotta have to figure out. It's like, okay, do I add another class? Do I increase the the people inside of my my one class? Because I, I like to keep it between twenty and twenty four um, working members per class. So that, that's how I keep my eye on 
on on everybody. Make sure they're doing the right thing. They don't get hurt or whatever. Um, totally. And they're they're and I can motivate them too. So I mean, if I got my back turned on one on one person, like uh, somebody else is not like just kind of cheesing it and like kind of going through the motions. I can you know put yeah, foot yeah. to tail if need be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're coming to you because they need that motivation. Most of the time, you know, if somebody's looking for a very niche style boutique, if you want to say that kind of fitness like this, you know, they lack the motivation to go to a normal gym on their own. So they need that motivation from the instructor, from the people around them. And it looks like, you know, you're able to provide that. And you're, you know, you're kind of talking about what we like to call incremental growth. So like you want to grow, but you want to grow at a pace where you're able to still provide the same level of service to the clients that you're, you know, kind of serving. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's important because people are joining you for a reason, right? They enjoy the level of service that you provide. So as you grow, you don't want to lose that. So right now, you know, how are you finding your clients out of those 30 to 40, you know, 35, 40 people, where are you finding them? Okay. Um, so I do have a, a solid base uh, of, of members that's been with me since day one. And man, they're, they're, they're amazing. Like they're, they're just <clears throat> all, all, all around good people. Um, they've helped me and <clears throat> they're loyal to the top fitness brand and uh, continue to work out with me. Um, a, a lot of it has to be word of mouth. Uh, I, I would say that that's what's, that's where I've grown the most. Um, yeah. I've had some people, join me from uh, online, from uh, Google search or um, from Instagram, uh, things like that. But um, biggest, biggest one is uh, word of mouth. And, you know, once, once they start the training and then they kind of get hooked on it, you know, they, they, they see like the energy, they see that uh, we have some good people. It's not, you know, I've had some people that uh, were intimidated. They didn't want to come train with us because they were thought like the people were going to be mean or kind of disrespectful to them and stuff like that. It's like, no, we're, we're not like that. You know, we're, you know, we're, 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 uh, we're mature people and uh, we, we want to build that community. And, and, and we, we actually, we'll go out to dinner and we'll have some beers. We'll celebrate people's birthdays and, and celebrate people's you know, graduations uh, from college and things like that. And uh, we, we make it feel special. And, and uh, I think that's kind of, it's a kind of different about us as well. And um, it, it, it's a lot of work for me, but I enjoy it. Um, I do follow up on people a lot. And I, I like, I have my little checklist where every day um, I'm following on, on a person. If somebody hasn't been training, um, they miss a couple of days. I'm, I'm following up and I'm like, Hey, where you been? Where, what's up? You know? So right. I kind of, kind of put a little bit of foot to tail and keep them yeah. accountable and uh, make sure that they, uh, um, they are training. I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a gym where it's just about volume and just a hey, right. pay me. Don't come. I don't care. No, it's, that's not, that's not what, that's not my niche. I want them. I want them to train and I want to keep them accountable. And if they miss a couple of days, Hey, uh, what's up? Where you at? Like, no yeah. excuse me. And like, uh, for, for, for instance, this week I have a no excuses week. So when I send out the messages, uh, I'm, I'm putting out like, hey, hey, no excuses week. I'm like, I don't want to hear it. You just come on out. All right. Make it happen. All right. I know you're tired and everything else. You got to get done. You got like extra work you got to do and everything like that. Got it. But not this week. This week, no excuses. So just kind of build that kind of mindset a little bit. Yeah, you're, you're doing like great kind of that accountability piece. You're, you're being their accountability coach by checking in on them. And, you know, they need that in order to kind of 
thrive and excel within the classes that you're currently offering. Because you have a pretty good membership base right now, that's awesome. Those people will probably stick around for a long time. I mean, they've already been with you for a while. They're going to stick around. As you kind of think about that incremental growth outside of word of mouth, have you tried to market yourself any other way, you know, social media, um, anything out in town, like anything like that? Uh, yeah. So um, do a lot of posts on Google. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, and yeah, just, just getting the word out. Uh, I pass out a lot of flyers. I always have flyers with me <laughs> that has my little, you know, my, my, my little sayings and all that stuff. And so I just, Hey, come train with us and everything. Um, here in Oviedo, there's a lot of, they'll have a lot of events. Um, uh, for instance, they'll have like Mardi Gras event they have the St. Patrick's day event and things like that. So I'll, I'll, I'll pay, uh, I'll pay the city to get, a, have a tent there set up. And, um, you know, I have my large tire out there as the icebreaker, you know, like a lot of people are like, Oh, what's this now? I'm like, Hey, come flip it. You know? And then, you know, uh, and it, it, that's worked out for me as well. You know, uh, we, we did one in Oktoberfest was like uh, three days long. And that was a, that was a good turnout for me. I, I, I got several members out of, out of that one. So, um, I, and I'm trying to keep it around the community here in Oviedo, you know, a little bit of winter Springs and Casterberry, but, um, you know, it's just, uh, I, I want to run Oviedo. Heck yeah. I think that's awesome. I think the community stuff is really fun. Um, you know, they get to like see you in action out in the community a little bit. Um, and that we call that piece guerrilla marketing, like where you're going out in the community, you're interacting with people, you're interacting with businesses, stuff like that. You're getting your name out there. And that's awesome. Um, you know, I personally checked out your social media page. I think that you do a really good job there. Um, so Vic, have you ever done any sort of paid advertising on the social media? Like you've done the Google stuff, but have you done it on social media? No, not yet. Um, I, I'm sure I'll get there, um, but I, I haven't done that yet. Uh, you know, it's, I think uh, with, with advertisement too, is that there, there's so much out there that it's, that's available to you that, okay. You know, um, it, it, instead of me spending all this money on it, like, I mean, let me, let me just grow to a certain point on my own and, and kind of see from there. Um, I, I do use that app next door. So, cause I mean, it's like, since it's here in the city of Oviedo, they kind of see what's going on right. in, in, around this area. And I mean, it's, it, it's, I've got some, some members from there as well. Um, we did sign the uh, contract with the uh, city of Oviedo that uh, I'll be used at their aquatic center. And we're going to start doing morning classes. Uh, I, I still need to build up that, that group. So <laughs> I am working on that. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, we're, 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 I'm, I'm working on it. Like I said, I'm building this plan as I'm flying it, you know, and yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying, uh, I'm, I'm enjoying the road, the road to get there. Uh, you know, like I said, and you know, for anybody listening to this, you should, you should definitely go check out Vic's social media. We'll make sure that he kind of gives us his handle here before we uh, hop off. But he's doing a really, really great job. And your posts are like engaging, right? You're showing your members in action, um, kind of giving them a feel for like what you guys are doing and stuff like that. When you think about the paid advertising side of things, it can be scary because why spend money? if you're not going to be pulling in people. 
Um, if you're not going to be pulling in leads from your social, your social media, uh, there's no point in boosting a post or making an ad. Um, cause at the end of the day, you could have 20 people inquire for information, but those 20 people might not even be in Oviedo. They might be in a completely different city. So it can be a hard thing to figure out. And I understand your hesitation. Like why do that? If you're kind of bringing in clients through other realms, um, but it could be something, you know, in the future to kind of look into a little bit as you grow your business, as you offer more classes at, in other areas, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I always like to kind of end with what would you say right now, Vic, is your biggest challenge that's kind of stunning you from the growth of the business and what are you actively doing to kind of overcome that? Okay. Um, I think one of my biggest challenges is that people don't know who we are. So, uh, I mean, it's, there, there's so many gyms around here. So, I mean, I think a lot of people are, are used to the, the big box gyms or, you know, it's, um, you know, or like, you know, you hear a CrossFit gym or, 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 or things like that, you know, it's, it's well known. They know it, you know, once, once you hear, once you hear the name CrossFit and then you just add whatever, you know, like, you know kick tail CrossFit, boom, you know, you know, people are already joining that gym, but um, it's getting the name out there. Um, and, you, you know, I, I think uh, since we're so different, you know, because, because a lot of people will ask us, it's like, you know, it's like, whoa, whoa, where are you located? You know, and it's like, oh, so, oh, so it's outdoors. I mean, so that, you know, of course, it's a little bit different. So I think it's a little intimidating to them as well. When, when they look at that, it's like, well, you know, am I really going to get a good workout out of it or whatever? I was like, hey, come on out. I promise you it'll be the best workout you've ever done ever like it's gonna be one of the more challenging workouts like i the things i like i come up with or whatever where you, you, you're running back and forth and there's so much room and there's a, there's so many options i have that i could do and like like i said i, I got i got everything i got the, i got a skier got put out there yes i fit it i fit it in my trailer with everything else you know dumbbells medicine balls wall balls ropes um you know rowers and bikes and all that stuff and when, when i when i put it together and they, they kind of see it and like they're all, they're all about it or, you know, so some, you know, and then some of them like, Hey, this is a little too hard for me. And, and you know, Hey, no harm, no foul. Hey, thank you for coming on out and trying it. But yeah, um, it definitely can be a challenge when you are a little bit different within the industry. Like you don't have the name CrossFit tacked onto your, to your business or, you know, you don't have that brand name that everybody knows of it's hard mm -hmm. um but i definitely think that there are people out there that are looking for something that's not crossfit that could fall into you know not crossfit not normal gym they could fall into something similar to top fitness so what are you actively doing to make sure that that kind of that you become recognized by the people of Oviedo? So um, I, I do take a lot of classes online as in like, or like uh, these meetings with a uh, score, um, uh, you, you know, and, uh, and anytime there's a, there's like a business meeting kind of deal around this, this, this area, um, I'm, I'm out there trying to talk to people and rub elbows, meet, meet and greet with them. And, um, and like I said, I, if, I always have flyers with me. Oh, I have my card with me and I, I'm walking around and I'll, I'll be in like Home Depot. Like, Hey, where you work out? Here you go. Here's my, like, here's my info, you know? Um, and I, and I do that a lot just to get the name out there. The, um, you know, one, one of my niches as well is um, I, I want to reach out to the veteran community and I, I have 
I have reached out to, uh, I'm, I'm part of uh, the uh, local veteran community here in Oviedo. And, and it's not only just to like, it, it, I'm, I'm not, it's not only about making money. It's, it's still, uh, when, when you get out of the service, uh, you, you, you need to find a new mission in life. And, and especially uh, a career Marine when still could like serve and help the community, help the community grow. So, I mean, another niche is like um, reach out to the veterans who, who may, may be dealing with some issues after they, they got out. And instead of them reaching for, for that alcohol bottle or the, those, those pills, hey, hey man, come, come with me, come get a workout in, you'll feel better. You know, uh, help with your anxiety, your PTSD or whatever, your depression or whatever you may be feeling. And, and just, just know, man, you're, you're still part of a, you're still part of a community. Come join ours, and um, you know it's it's not only about money or joining a gym, but like you know you, you're still a part of something, and we we, we actually care. You know, I, I do have some veterans um, in, in in that train with me in top fitness, and you know it's just following up with them. Hey man, what's up? Man? You know, and so it's um they're, they're not they're not getting drunk. They're not using some some medication, um, you know, I think exercise is the least utilized anti-anxiety medication out there. And, and I think some people forget about that. So, Hey, you, you pissed off. All right, great. Come punch the bag, T take it out on the bag, you know, come wear yourself out. You'll sleep better. You feel better. And you relieve your stress. Yeah. Got it. I mean, I completely agree with you. I think what you're doing, like we've said, you know, a few times already, there's a niche for it. You could pull in that veteran community. You could pull in, you know, people who can't find a place in the normal gym. They can't find a place in your normal group fitness gym, but with you, they have a place, right? So um, definitely a challenge that you can for sure overcome. Um, you know, Vic, what would you say is your end goal for this business? Do you want to be running this thing till you're 90 years old? Do you want to retire on a beach in Bali? Like what's your plans for the future? Where do you want to be with this? I guess all of the above. Um, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I, I am a one-man show. You know, it's um, reaching out to clients, doing advertising, um, coming up with a training plan and executing the training plan and everything else. And um, I, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the journey. Um, sometimes it is challenging and especially when it comes to like uh, when I have to deal with like the admin issues when I have to deal with like the paperwork with uh, mm -hmm. with uh, money and all that stuff it's uh, I, I don't like it so <laughs> you know I kind of procrastinate on that but I, I guess um, I, I guess my 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 end goal end goal will be just to have that brand top fitness out there and you know have punching bags have I would love to see my shirts on, on, on fighters or, you know, you know, uh, more, uh, athletes and things like that, you know, it may, maybe be the next Under Armour, you know, that's the way I look at it. You know, uh, our, our, our little slogan is WDFS, you know, we don't effing stop. So you know, I decided it's not only a, it's not only a cool slogan, but it's kind of like a, a mindset of like, you know, no matter how hard it gets, no matter what life throws at you, you don't effing stop. As long as you have air in your lungs and your heart is still beating, you don't effing stop. And um, so I think, uh, you know, I mean, disrespectfully, once again, um, for civilians, I think uh, they, they, they kind of 
they kind of feel sorry for themselves or they got to kind of get in their feelings of like, oh man, life sucks. This, this is hard. And I, you know, I'm out here in the sun. Now I got this crazy Marine yelling at me, telling me to push harder and punch a bag harder. And, you know, I don't want to. And then sometimes I have to kind of like bring them in just like, look, you know, you have all your fingers and toes, you know, uh, you have cold water to drink. You have a porcelain crapper to sit on. Life is good. You know, and uh, you give me in one hour of work and you're done. You know, I got, I got buddies of mine who they don't get to come home. Um, right. you know, they would, they would love to be running on their own two feet, but you know, it's just so, and uh, you know, I, I've, I've had people like after class, like a few hours later, they, they'll, they'll text me and like, Hey, I, I appreciate that. And I like, thank you for kind of bringing it back to reality to me. And, and I mean, that's, that's what I kind of, kind of want to give to them as well. Just a little reality check. Hey, hey, life is life is good. It's, it's it's not too bad, you know. It's this this will pass. So I mean, you know, I'll run it to. Um, I can't lift the weights and the uh, bag stands anymore to set up. You know, maybe um, find a brick and mortar place sometime in the future. But um, basically, it's just uh, you know, I, I just want that that brand to be out there. And um, I, I see uh, a punch of bag and some weights that says WDFS on there, so it keeps reminding them whether they're lifting or they're tired or they don't want to work out or they're hitting the bag and they're tired. They they see we don't effing stop, we don't stop and on there, and and it's they'll get fired up again and they'll they'll give everything they got. I love it. I love it so much. You know, your goal is to help more people find fitness, change more lives. Um, that's what makes you happy. That's what gets you excited every day. Um, so I'm excited to see your business grow and hopefully I'll be able to get a workout in with you myself being that we're both in Orlando. Well, you ain't, um, got, you ain't got a choice. You got to come out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got, we got to figure that out. But um, thank you so much for being here today. For our listeners, thank you guys for listening as well. We appreciate you so much. Hopefully you were able to pull something away from Vic's unique take on the fitness industry. If you guys are interested in joining us on future episodes, make sure you fill out the link in the description and our team will be in touch with you soon. If you want to stay notified about future episodes, just hit like and subscribe and you will be able to find us. Um, and then thank you guys once again, as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.